It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. All right, it's the official Pinehurst 2021 preview show <laughs> of Golf DMV. We're coming up to Pinehurst. Pinehurst liked the tweet of mine and retweeted it. We'll have more on that later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in this show, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, fanboying over that, right? Also, Father's <laughs> Day was uh, was yesterday because yes, today is Monday when we're recording the show. Sunday was Father's Day. We'll talk about Father's Day rounds at Shaladon and Waverly. I, I have changed my mind. I'm not going to quit golf, and I didn't have to look at any old golf tech lessons from John Ross to regain my sanity. Uh, so we'll talk about that round uh, uh, coming up. But first. The U.S. Open almost in, you know, poetic justice, John Rahm, two weeks after catching the Rona and, mm-hmm. and not being able to finish uh, the, the, the tournament at Jack's Place, the Memorial. Uh, it, it, the last we saw, he had his, ha- his hands in his, his head in his hands, yep. you know, seeming as if he was about to start weeping and sobbing because he was told you cannot play the, f- the fourth and final round. You've tested positive for COVID-19 and this 1.7 that you were cruising to, this 1.7 million, <laughs> although he already has over $20 million in earnings in, in his young life, he's only 26 and he already has won $24 million. And so he's, he's, he's trying to keep up with his age, I guess. Uh, so that 1.7 isn't going to mean a whole lot. But, you know, tell that to someone who had it in the, in the hands. Anyway, yeah. uh, he, he ends up not winning. And, and uh, but two weeks later, comes to the U.S. Open and in real dramatic fashion. Um, mm. I feel like the final round, pretty dramatic. Want to know before we jump into like just what we noticed about the tournament. Do you feel like whether it's Bryson DeChambeau, whether it's Roy um, and, and but more so Louis Ustazen, that they lost it? Or do you feel like John Rahm won it? I feel like Rom won it because he sure. birdied 17 and 18. Right. He put the number up. He's like, okay, bam, bam, birdie, birdie. I'm done. Now y'all have at it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and so I feel like, although we saw some folks with some impressive numbers coming, you know, that leaderboard was stacked going into the final round, you know, and DeChambeau, you know, he, he, he blew up. Yeah. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, you know, choked i guess you could say choked you know i mean this, again this is coming from somebody who's, who's just 15 17 18 <laughs> yeah. handicap and uh and so so you know measure my comments with understanding that i'm trash um but i think i feel like rom won it i, I mean i don't even blame anybody for for losing that one he went out there he buried the last two and said okay now you've got to play some golf and nobody and, and louis couldn't catch him yeah okay. all right cool so i'm gonna go because lb's just looking so uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, he didn't throw. He's supposed to throw it to somebody. Yeah, and I'm the media professional. I am the media professional. No, yeah. LB's been going, be doing this for four years. It's not supposed to be any quote unquote dead air. LB, like, I wonder if you had not said anything, Claude, how long we all would have just sat there until you said, until you. Do <laughs> 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 Awkward silence. <laughs> um, uh, no, to your point, to answer your question, Claude, uh, yeah, Rom, Rom definitely won it. Uh, Louis it feels tough to come out, you know, and say, yeah, uh, he, he choked it away or anything like that. It definitely, um, definitely fumbled the bag a little bit because mm-hmm. you had an mm-hmm. opportunity, but I, like, I don't even want to say he choked it away. Cause he wasn't even Louis wasn't really, he, I mean, he was kind of in the mix. He was hovering down there. Uh, I think coming into Friday, uh, Friday, Saturday or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the top 20 or whatever, but no, I don't think anybody necessarily had him, uh, uh, coming this close to winning, like this being right. the most. Yeah. I mean, some people picked him to win, but you know what I mean. I think people are looking at like Hindley and some of these other guys, and 
Um, I, I wanted Brooks to make a move, but no, Rom 100% won it because, like you said, he put the number up. To me, a choke would be um, Louis got it. Everyone's mm-hmm. in the clubhouse and he's coming in and then fumble, fumble, fumble. Okay, so, right. you know what I mean? Like where he had the lead, he had it and he blew Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Exactly. No, Rom took it. Rom took it, you know, made those, those two crucial putts coming down the stretch. I was right there with him, fist pumping and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was dope. Uh, once we get LB's thoughts on this, I'll come back around. I have a, I have a thought of basically how I felt after uh, watching Rom win, but he, he definitely won. Louis, and everybody take it easy on Louis. Cause right now everybody's doing the whole sports radio you know, well, you know, like you said, they're putting choke on him, can't finish yeah. all this other stuff. I was like, man, look. And he's he, won a major, by the way. Yeah, he's, well, he's won one. a major. Don't forget. Okay. That's <laughs> one more than Ricky. Well, exactly. Okay. exactly. exactly. <laughs> so he's won a major before, <laughs> and he's come. And, and one more than Rom before Rom won one. Exactly. You know? He had a major, Rom yeah. didn't have one. And him him coming, you know, T2 and all these other ones in golf, you would say you're doing, just keep it up. Just keep it up. Mm-hmm. You're gonna crack. You know what I'm saying. You're gonna break through on one of these. So I, I definitely, I, I'm not gonna apply like you said, Claude. Hey, you know, 14 handicap, 15, whatever. I'm not gonna apply choker or anything like that to Louis. He just, he's, you know, I'm sure he, I'm sure he's blown. And they said in the commentary, last thing I'll say, they said in the commentary that he was telling other, I think it was Ratif Goosen or some other South America, uh, South African prominent golfers that he's aware of you know him you know being a bridesmaid mm-hmm. never the bride type situation always coming in second and that he wants to win again on american soil because he hadn't won since he won the major so right. uh so i'm not worried about him he, he'll be fine but this was a great weekend for rom i think we should just celebrate rom's victory mm-hmm. okay so i'm glad rom won of the people that were left yes. after all the carnage <laughs> took place mm-hmm. i was pulling for rom as well yeah i do believe louis in some uh, i don't Choker may be a too strong a word, yeah. but he I think had the, yeah. he had, the, I mean, he did have the lead well, at one point. Well, so if I, if I understand, he had the lead, mm-hmm. Rom tied him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then he fell back. That's right. where he met that. He, it was 17 where he bogeyed, right? When he said, right. when he, mm-hmm. he bogeyed on 17 and yeah. that was like, at that point it was over. Cause then you got an Eagle 18 and he ain't doing that. Right. Um, well, but, 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 but to but that he, point he, though, he had, he had Eagled it. Uh, one of the other the other rounds, right. he had right. he had, he had done it before, yeah. so it wasn't like he could not do it. The, but so here's my here's my question of on on uh, on Louis. Okay, I think that Louis got up there after he sent it off out of bounds. I mean, I think I text y'all, he's done. I think I texted yeah. you actually before that yeah. on seventeen when he <laughs> when he screwed up. I was like, oh, he's done. Yeah, but on eighteen. When you have an opportunity, you got an eagle to t- to to hit ahead, get an eagle to tie at that point. I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to get right. an eagle to tie to send overtime right. to extra holes, and he didn't go for it. Yes, he had. Yes, he was in a rough, and it probably wasn't probably wasn't the best scenario to try and, and go for it in two. But I wonder if Louis thought about it this way: I can go up here, I can try and go for the get on into. But if I miss and go in that water, instead of coming in second place now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm coming in third, tied for third, or maybe even fourth place. Yep. And and I have the numbers right here. Mm-hmm. The difference between second place and third place is five hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Not a small yeah. amount of money. No. Right now, I've I've listened to other people today, other you know commentators and stuff talking about it, and and they say that. They were, they were saying that athletes at this stage of their lives, of their careers, the money is not important to them. 
because they're making money hand over fist. It's they want the win. True. You know what I mean? So it's not about it's not about they think, well, if I do this, I'm gonna lose this. If I, you know, like I would be, I would be, hey, right. I'm, you know, I'm gonna go for, I'm, I'm gonna go and take the easy route right. and take this second place at a 1.3 million as opposed to trying to get the win for the 2.5. When if I screw up, I'm gonna right. get back down here to third or fourth place for half a million dollars. So I'm gonna, I could lose easily a million dollars by going for it. Right, but you're um, saying you're saying Louis is basically he he would count as one of these athletes who's made enough money on tour. He's concerned about his legacy and winning. Is what you're he saying. should be. That's in my yeah, in my opinion, he, and, sh- but, he should be. And that's a good point, LB, because I feel I feel like when that ball was in the rough, and this is just totally reading his body language. It seemed mm-hmm. like to me he already con- he conceded. It. Yeah, like yeah. when he decided not to go for it, because you could you could see that. I mean, he hits the shot, he puts it back in the fairway. You know, and now he's just chipping distance away, a pitching distance away. Mm-hmm. And you could just see how he shrugged his shoulder. Like he like that shot was my concession. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. not I'm not gonna win this. I'm just going I'm trying to but I'm trying to secure a second. And right. just from his you know, there 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 was there was there wasn't there wasn't even an, an approach to the third shot, like I've gotta hold this. You know what right. I mean? There was no yeah. aggression, there was no it was just, you know, oh, if it goes playing, in he's just playing golf at this point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. At that point, yeah. it, I mean, once he hit it and him and his caddy started moving, and it was almost like his caddy. I, I felt it was almost like a like a feel like he was consoling him, like mm-hmm. you did the right thing. Let's go, get, let's go, get yeah. this money. Let's go get the right. second place. That's what it felt it like. That, that is what yeah. it felt like. That was very right. observant. Right. LB. I, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of thought you. that same mm-hmm. way. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, as Louis Ustason is trying to figure out what he's going to do, whether uh, as far as this tournament goes, and and, and, and while he's bogeying and, and then hitting the tee shot off into, into the rough. <laughs> Phil Mickelson is sitting at the driving range talking to John Rom's wife while she holds the baby while Chatting Rom is, is mm-hmm. while Rom is, is 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 warming up in case he has a playoff round. And this is again reasons why we love Phil Mickelson. You know, because mm-hmm. now apparently, you know, he um him and Rom are close, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, Arizona, and, uh, the Arizona yeah, you know, the Arizona continue mm-hmm. and, and, and and so he kind of, you know, almost I guess, you know. I don't know if it's like a mentor kind of relationship or whatever, but he takes taking the light. Yeah. Him, you know what yeah. I mean? He's the, he he's the godfather. Knows. Exactly. And so you sit there and you're watching and, and Phil's just sitting there with, with, with his wife and the baby's there. And it's like, and then and, and we just text him like, there's Phil. Just with joggers on. Don't forget with, with the joggers. With the joggers on. Yes, my man. With the joggers on. <laughs> oh, just hanging out. And it's, it's a typical Phil thing. He's not like Sergio. Who Sergio was with? I'm trying yes, to the other uh, Yeah, it was. Uh, he was with Meyer. No, it was. Uh, uh, oh, oh, Newton, Guaki Neiman. Neiman, yeah, the Guaki Neiman. Yeah. With with him and his wife sitting mm-hmm. down eating eating chicken dogs. fingers and stuff. <laughs> Like he's at, like he's at, you know, Meadwood, you know, yeah, like he's at Chuck E. Cheese. And it's like, you know, who ordered the chicken fingers? Like, why are you, like, he should be warming up and getting ready for this playoff. Yeah. Not when you got Sergio, but no, feels like I'll take care of the wife. I'll yeah. keep her company. And, and apparently there was some video um, going around. Uh, I think it was Kara Dixon who reports for the Golf Channel. She had a little video on Twitter of Phil walking down the grandstand um, with the wife behind him in an extra chair. You know, and she sits down and he puts the chair down, you know, just being mm. real hospitable. You know what right, I mean? Right. Just just Phil being a, a charmer, you know. Right. And so uh, and so I thought that that was actually pretty interesting um, mm. uh, uh, to see and the awkwardness of the post the post show interview where they were waiting for the flyover to come that that was like was two late. minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was two minutes late. Like, oh my God, here we go. So um yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I enjoyed it. Um uh there was some back and forth about uh with Glenn um mm. on text about 
Tory Pines being a <laughs> being you know worthy yeah. of hosting mm-hmm. a U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, to me, you know, he was wondering what was the beauty about it. I just you know, look to me, Farrell's a super narrow. When the rough is out like that, and it and 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 those greens are rolling, it's hard to play. It wasn't. And 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 and, and I'll say this because Glenn did mention, you know, he hadn't been watching golf for a long time. There had been a stretch of years where the U.S. Open and, and the USGA were taking a lot of criticism for making the course too tough. Too you know what right, I mean? Right. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to remember which course. It, it, it was, was. The, the big one was in San Francisco. If it, if it wasn't, I think it was the Olympic Club. Olympic, it was in San Fran. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the one they God. did up in. Uh, didn't they do the one up in New? Did they do uh, Beth Page Black? Didn't they? Mm-hmm. Didn't they trick that out yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. rough, yeah. grow really long and all that stuff. And there was and the, one and the where they made the were ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. and one where they made the the fairways super fast, and the and the greens were super fast. You couldn't even land the ball on the green; it was going to roll off. Mm-hmm. And 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 then they. <laughs> which we shall be playing uh, coming up this Friday. And, and there was one where they, everything was running fast and they tried overnight to just, they like almost for 12 straight hours, watered the fairways in the green mm-hmm. to try to slow them down. <laughs> and, and and so this, you know, and Tory Ponds has history, you know what I mean? And the fact yeah. that it's immunity. And so, um, mm-hmm. but no, I, I feel like he is, he had a good point that, I mean, when you, and again, again, coming from, again, I shot 106 at Maryland National. So it's not, I mean, <laughs> but when you look at it, it doesn't seem to be a super challenging course. Just it seems to be pretty straightforward right. what it mm-hmm. is. You know what I mean? Right. And I've yeah. never played it, but hopefully one day we can get out there and play. Right. And uh, I, I was thinking about getting him to record his take for the show just so we could have it in his own words. I'm going to try to, I think his biggest thing was he was comparing it for those listening in terms of you're like, oh, you know, hot take. Tory Pines is it a U.S. Open worthy course. He, he was basically, I think, comparing it to the other courses that he's seen mm-hmm. since he's been watching golf in the U.S. Open or heard about. And then, you know, Claude and I could have sort of immediately jumped on the other side, like, oh, you know, what are you doing here? Yeah, but, slow down. But, slow down, Sparky. But, but, but when I but when I compared it to the other course, like like as as was his original thought, the other courses that uh, the US Open had had in the past, I could kind of see where I'm like, okay, I, I, I kind of see what you mean. Like, particularly if, even if you just look at it or other majors, even if you just look at uh um Kibble Island, just what you know, mm-hmm. what we just had at the PGA mm-hmm. Championship where there's a lot of more forced shot making there as opposed to yeah. somewhere like toy or, or, you know, um, uh, I don't know if pebbles are a great example, but um, you know, some of the uh, venue, even wing foot actually. So wing foot though, got some of this too from uh, if you remember when we had the boss golf song where he said like mm-hmm. a section of the holes going, I think out, maybe the front nine, I can't remember front nine, back nine are kind of, kind of whole hum, kind of regular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to mm-hmm. add length and grow out the rough and everything else. So, but Having well, said all that, didn't, didn't they play at Aaron Hills not too long ago too? They did, yeah, yeah. That, exactly. I think that was one of the ones that everyone was like, "Oh, this is not a fair test." But yeah, that, yeah, this, yeah, this is unreasonable. Now, having mm-hmm. said all that, you know, you know, I, I after watching Sunday, I was like, "Well, maybe you don't need it to be. You just need it to be pro length, and then have the fairways uh, appropriately narrow and the greens mm-hmm. fast, and that's it. And the pressure alone will destroy." Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you saw that leaderboard on Sunday; all the carnage yeah. just yeah. back mm-hmm. and forth and mm-hmm. up and down. Cat, you know, the only one who didn't seem to care was my guy Dustin. Dustin was in the mix for a minute, and then he wasn't. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I was surprised he made the cut because at one point I didn't. I think I touched y'all. So I didn't he, think he was making the cut. So was he? So was the he. best thing about watching Dustin, though, man, is like when I watch they announced him when he comes out. You know, everybody else something about like they have a gleam in their eye. You know, they wave and they do the thing. Mm-hmm. Dustin's wave is like I feel like somebody told him is like, hey, uh, this is how you interact with people when they say <laughs> say your thing. It's the same every time. Like when he came up to the crowd, it was just this sort of like, yeah, mm-hmm. 
Half-assed. Yeah, it, right. it, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. And, and not even and not even dismissive. Just not dismissive. Just like uh, a DJ thing. Just, just what like I'm supposed thing. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, everybody. Yeah. Like you're nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, you know, and, and another course, though. I mean, don't forget, we just got finished watching the LPGA at the Olympic Club. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that's a that's a brutal. That's a good spot. example of, of that's others. a brutal. Spot. Yeah, yeah. Every shot is a test or whatever. But but again, the pressure of Sunday wasn't. I think that was the that was one of my. I had two takeaways. Which I guess I'll just get to now. One was watching <laughs> watching that again, just like everybody, you know, Bryson even at the end, just falling apart. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Brooks missing opportunity. You know, some guys look worse than others. I mean, uh, who was that uh, LB uh, that we said it was tied for fiftieth? Not Hayden. I can't remember his last name. The gentleman came in with the lead and then was all oh like, disappeared. Uh, yeah, Bland yeah. was it Bland. Bland, Bland. Was, was it Bland? Like, yeah. I think it was Bland. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and Russell yeah. Henley and Henley. Oh, uh, in Henley, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just gone, just gone, wiped out, doing fine. Yeah. Played the for three days, fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sunday comes up, you put that pressure on them, diamonds mm-hmm. or uh, or charcoal or whatever, however, however the same mm-hmm. goes. Uh, bust, a, bust a pipe or make diamonds. Well, you know, I should yeah. be yeah. culture. Anyway, you know, <laughs> but, we know what you're trying to say. But the <laughs> other the other major shot, the, the the thing I took away the most was. I think of all the US Opens we've had or majors we've had recently, I would I would say going back to Tiger winning 2019, I don't think we've had a winner as unanimously like celebrated as Ron. Right? The feeling mm. after this one, I, I, I didn't see any, I didn't see any like, you know, Murakawa wins, it's kind of a not a mm. muted response, but just kind of like, oh, okay, cool, this guy, you know, a new guy, yeah, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Rom wins, it seems like everybody I can't find mm-hmm. a person who's just like, ah, oh, you know, bleep this guy. I don't like this guy. Right. No. And I think I think a lot of that. He's like well, the people's champ. He's like well, the champ. and I don't know. I, I think a lot of that what plays into that is the memorial and the COVID. That helps. In, yo, absolutely. That I, helps. Absolutely yeah. helps, especially yeah. in the, under circumstances of where he, you know, had had to leave. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah. I, I've never uh, had anything against Rom. I mean, I call no. him blockhead all the time, but he's still he's cool with me. Yeah. Um, but that has nothing to do with like him as a person he has no. a block he seems like a real bro like i saw mm-hmm. uh, i didn't realize that you know how many like uh saw our, our friend of the show i think apga player joe hooks mm-hmm. put a, up in his instagram stories a bunch of photos of him and ron hanging out playing golf together in florida oh really? like, wow. like okay. yes exactly yeah okay. different events and stuff like that so mm-hmm. he does he does give off people's chant vibes and that's uh mm-hmm. that's a real good point you made up because i do think like for a lot of reasons i won't get into post mm-hmm. after that happened all sorts of people came to his defense uh, and were like, like yeah, yeah and they exactly. was like yeah man this is wrong y'all did him wrong basically yeah, exactly yeah. exactly yeah. and he was real yeah. graceful about it too though in his you know he wasn't mm-hmm. like uh see f you he was like nope this was the rules this is what happened right and I but knew, he did and he talked about the karma you know he said yes. i believe yep. in karma so yeah. i knew something mm-hmm. good was gonna come my way yeah, yeah. he was right yeah, yeah. he said yeah. wanted so, to keep it positive not get mm-hmm. too negative just stay positive yeah and the two putts he hit where i mean you got like they were clutch you gotta give him credit for them nobody else was making those putts you know was it left or right whatever yeah so exactly so I'm, I'm happy for and I'm happy that mm-hmm. golf got like a, a like a universally celebrated winner. There's no controversy. There's mm-hmm. no like, uh, you know, with the U.S. Women's Open where it's like, oh, please, Lexi. And then uh, <laughs> right, right, right. And people are like, oh, I guess. Right. So right. N- right. N- none of that. None of that. Yeah. This, was, this was awesome for him. And I, I think it's good for golf. Also. Mm-hmm. By the way, did you see the video of the um, uh, young lady who won the U.S. Women's Open? I forgot that. I you, forget you it. I forget her name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she's in. She's like in the merch store. With, yep. with the with the with the just trophy, just holding the trophy, with the trophy in one hand, and she's looking at a tie dye shirt in the next, and she's by herself, just just wow. shopping. She's shopping for merch, and it's like right. you have the trophy in your hand. You don't need any merch. Yeah, I mean, right. She's like, you got the like, ultimate merchandise here. She's like, well, yes. while I'm here, I might as well. But it, it reminds yeah. me of that kind of low key, 
you know, this is low key way about some people that's mm-hmm. real charming. The fact that she just this, I mean, almost dragging the trophy on the floor, it's just mm-hmm. in one hand <laughs> hanging, <laughs> and she's looking at t-shirts and like just this weird tie-dye looking shirt, just looking around the pro shop like she's about to buy something. Like, did yeah. you win? To, to with, remember the Olympic Club? <laughs> well, this the thing. Like, did you get a check, the trophy, and shop credit? Like, is that what you right, got? Exactly. And so now you, you have to find <laughs> you got to find a way to spend eighty-five dollars in shop credit <laughs> at Olympic Club before you go home. Like, and so oh. she's looking around for something. Mm-hmm. In the buy. And also, so, yeah. inevitably, oh, no, I'm sorry, Carl, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. Go ahead, go ahead. You good. No, I was gonna say, inevitably, too, there'll be this is the way it goes. Like, she'll do this, and everybody likes the story. And then there's that that jerk shopkeeper who actually makes her makes her pay for the because you know, when she goes up there, you're not <laughs> supposed to, if you're running that <laughs> shop, right, just, right, like, she don't pay for anything, you take whatever right. you yeah. want. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. just yeah. want to get this shirt or whatever. I didn't know if we could, yeah, uh, it's gonna be $85. So, right, 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 right. <laughs> we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna touch that, you gotta buy it. If you touch that or break it, you buy it. It's like right. leave her alone. And you, yeah, whatever you know, she wants out of the pro shop. Yeah, there's definitely doing? the pro shop guy who's in there and he's keeping Hardcore. a close. He's yes. keeping a close eye on her. He don't care about that trophy. <laughs> it's might, his shop. Right. It's I might stick here. something in that trophy and sneak it out. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, please leave your bags in that trophy at the door. We don't want you walking around here being oh, tempted to steal anything. Um, uh, and, and, and but well, then there was the I, I, I believe it was a decky. Matsuyama after winning the, the Masters somebody saw him at the airport yeah. with earbuds in sitting on the floor and the yeah. green jacket like draped around him like a towel and he's just wow. sitting there listening to music and he's just sitting on the floor waiting for his commercial flight it's just something about that that kind of everyday yeah. person thing that that's just yeah. funny like I don't even know mm-hmm. why looking at her drag the trophy around and throw shot was funny <laughs> it's just weird it's just you know I don't, but anyway yeah um but yeah that, that, that was pretty funny so we've got uh Manny Millions for the U.S. Open yeah uh so we had a tie this week uh May, real quick want to mm-hmm. just break that down Claude because I feel like we, we were doing an update on the listener count offline and maybe we got some new people who don't know what the Manny Millions is oh yeah no good point so here's what the Manny Millions is something we started a few years ago so basically I have a son his name is Manny he loves to play golf um, but I don't want to be one of those parents who put all this pressure on their kids and then they you know next thing you know they're on um, you know TV one or some kind of you know <laughs> behind the scenes story of how this child prodigy you know turned to drugs and alcohol I hate my and, dad. Uh, yeah, yeah and prostitution and stuff and so it's like I don't want to I don't want to do that to him Man, so, male prostitute <laughs> exactly and so I don't want I won't I don't want that to be his story. And so like I don't want to put a lot of pressure on him. So my thing is, hey, play golf if you want to. And so we're thinking, okay, if he were to be a pro golfer and make it on tour, but never win, never right. win, just make a cut and finish last place, how much money can he make? And so we track each tournament how much the last place person who makes a cut makes. Um two years ago, we calculated a little bit over six hundred thousand dollars. And that's not a bad about six eighty, I think it was. Not a bad, not a bad uh lip. Mm-hmm. Not a bad no. number. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right, so here we go. So this week's Manny Millions, we had a tie with uh Fabian Gomez and Jimmy Walker. Uh I'm not doing Jimmy Walker because he's actually we've had him on before. And he's uh, <laughs> gotta be in like the thirties or forty. Well, probably the twentieth yeah. millions. But but yeah, and but we're not doing it enough. Yeah. Jimmy Walker, uh speaking of Manny, we mm-hmm. saw him playing and he and, and he's teeing off uh, at one of the it might have been that congressional. And uh he hooks the ball right into the trees and he slams his driver down. He's like, I'm tired of this. The 
literally the next time Manny and I go to the driver range, Manny hits the ball and it goes straight, but he does the Jimmy Walker. He slams the thing that I'm tired. It's like, why are you doing that? Well, because Jimmy Walker did it. And after that round, we were headed back to the bus. And as we're walking by, it's me, it's Sierra, my wife, and it's Manny. And just over some hill comes this guy and it's Jimmy Walker. And he's headed to the driving range. They're like, whoa, Jimmy, what's going on? He said, man, I'm going to the range. I got to figure something out. (laughs) And so after his round, and we're leaving to go home, and no security, no ropes or nothing. We're just walking out, and then here he comes over a hill. And and it just made me, like we say this all the time, golf is hard. And sometimes these dudes are just like us. After his round, and he's going to make money. He's made the cut. He's Mm -hmm. he's walking by himself, no caddy, with with only his driver in his hand and a bag of balls. And and he's like, I got to figure something out, man. He's like, I got to figure something out, dude. I'm like, hey, man, put put, put your work in, bro. And uh, yeah, but be a better example for kids. Anyway, go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Manny, me for this week is... uh, we're going to, like I said, we're going to do Fabian Gomez. He was plus 19. He and Jimmy both were plus 19 for the tournament. Okay. Uh, Jimmy went plus nine on, on Sunday and Fabian went, went plus eight on Whoa. Sunday. That's why they're both at the bottom. Uh, sure. you, said plus, <laughs> you said they were both plus 19. For the they tournament. Almost, yeah, for the tournament, but almost half right. those strokes, strokes came on came Sunday. On Sunday, Sunday yep. pressure, baby. Yep. Diamonds, pressure, pipes. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. Yes. You yeah. Know <laughs> yeah, you figured out. Yeah. <laughs> For his efforts, they both won $22,316. Okay. Uh, Fabian Gomez is five foot eight, hundred and sixty-three pounds. He's 42 years old. Oh, Murray got two two kids. Uh, he's from uh, Chaco, Argentina. Okay. He went pro in 2002. Uh, went to Corn Ferry first in 2007. He joined the PGA Tour in 2011. All right, here we go, guys. He has two PGA wins, the 2015 St. Jude and the 2016 uh, Sony Open, where he beat Brent Snedeker in the playoff. Okay. Uh, he has one second place, one third place, 10 top 10s. All right. So two wins, one second, one third, 10 top 10s. Out of 211 events, he's made 112 cuts. What is Fabian's career earnings? Burn one last week. So yeah, you can yeah. choose whether you want to go with you. When I want to go first. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. So it doesn't seem like I'm undercutting. Um, so <laughs> you can't undercut, you know, 700,000. Like I said, that was tough last week. week. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. I'm going to, I'm going to put him LB, man. I, 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 I had the number like squarely on like 15. I'm going to go a little bit above that and say 17, 17. Okay. okay. I'm going to go over that. I'm going to say 23. And a half. And that would be a big mistake on your part, Clark. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Six million seven hundred and sixty-eight thousand. That's it? Yes. Wow. Oh. Yes. Are you serious? That's his numbers. That's the numbers, yes. That's what you talk to the golf. Talk to the with PJ two, Tour. With two wins and two how many wins. second places? Uh, one. One? But ten one top second tens. place, one third place, ten top tens. Yeah, but those tens could all be tenth. Yeah, I was yeah, but I was going off all those cuts made. I was like, oh, okay, he's, yeah. he's but it, it must Almost have been like half. right at the bottom, like yeah. just yeah. literally at, at the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. think about today. He, I mean, this weekend he made twenty two thousand dollars. So uh, you know yeah, I mean? that's true. That's true. You do a bunch will, of those. That's that's not a whole lot of money. That's not a whole lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, career wise, if you add up his corn fairy winnings and everything, it came to eight. Oh, okay. Dang. Wow. Yeah, but this PGA alone is six six point seven. So uh, a little bit about him. He got into the game. Uh, he was actually was a caddy at eight years old. He started caddying, and that's yeah, how he yeah. got into the game. Yeah, uh, Tiger and the legendary uh, Argentine Argentine soccer player Diego uh, Mardona are his uh, heroes. Oh, okay, and that's it. 
That's it for that. There you go. All right. So, but before y'all leave the 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 U.S. Open, I missed a lot of especially Sunday. I didn't when I got home. It was yeah, I had missed all the carnage of because y'all was. I think we were texting. I'm like, what happened? What? Because I thought (laughs) I thought Brooks was gonna walk him down when I I saw Brooks was up there. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then I give it home and turn the TV. I'm like, what happened? happened? (laughs) Everybody was gone. You bring up a good point because this is um, I don't know exactly how many tournaments or majors, you know, in a row, but there's this has been the recent track with Brooks where he's there heading to the final round mm-hmm. and then he doesn't quite close things out. Well, um, the last we one, know he had the whole knee situation. Place. Yeah. yeah. Well, we yeah. know he has the whole knee situation, but who didn't mm-hmm. think he wasn't going he was going to chase Phil there? I just figured, you know, either yeah. Phil was going to, you know, you know, yeah. implode. Move, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or Brooks would take but he didn't. And this is yeah. this is this has kind of been the, the the trend lately. And it's so funny because I was trying to I can't remember was it Golf Channel or maybe it was the Tony Kornheiser show. Steve Sands was talking. I can't remember who it was, but they, but they were talking about how you find these golfers who and it just highlights how great Tiger was and these guys who dominate where mm-hmm. they get their moment. You know what I mean? Where Roy had his moment, Jordan had his moment where he was hot, and mm-hmm. and and you get these guys. And it also makes what DJ does so great is the fact that he's been, you know, winning every year on tour since he's been, at least once mm-hmm. on every on tour, year right? since yeah. he's been on tour. That for Tiger to win that consistently over that long period of time, you know, Roy got his burst. Jordan Spieth got his burst. You know, Justin Thomas got his burst. And then they'll find other little tournaments to win. But the domination over a long period of time, I mean, mm-hmm. good night. You know, that's that's not anything to kind of, you know. Yeah. The, the one thing I, I do like, I will say about Brooks, one thing I do like about him is when he said, you know, I'm here for the majors. And whether he wins or not, he is always, I don't say always, he's probably 80 to 70% of the time, he is in the mix for those majors. Mm-hmm. You know, even even though he like, he didn't win, you know, when Phil won the other day, but well, last whatever that was last month, but he he came in second, didn't he? I mean, he came in second place. I mean, so he was there. I mean, this to uh, this U.S. Open, he he made his run. He was there for a little while, and whatever. Yes. Again, I didn't see what happened, but he he fell back. But he because he didn't. I mean, he wasn't even. I think going into Sunday, he wasn't even considered to be part of the mix. But he worked his way up in there for a while, and then it whatever happened happened. Um, so I give him credit for that because he most people, most guys on the tour won't 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 didn't and won't say what Brooks said. Where I'm here for the majors and the rest of the, the rest of you guys are clowns. Right. Um, and and actually, in my opinion, he backs it up because on Sundays in majors, he's normally around the top five. Yeah, he comes come prepared. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He says that most of those guys wouldn't say that. And most of those guys would not snub their girlfriend of a kiss in national television (laughs) as she reaches towards him and he turns his face. He's like, I got work to do. And she's visibly disturbed by this and doesn't know how to react. And so she goes for it again and he does it again. And then she just turns her head and walks faster on the track to get inside to watch him play. (laughs) Most guys wouldn't do that either. But he's not like most Uh, men. Nope. Uh, (laughs) As we we have seen. Uh, Vern, you got something there. Just the last thing. Uh Yeah, no, you get no, you get I was listening to everything you guys were saying. So the last thing as I was (laughs) as I was as I was reading this, doing research on the fly. To going back to the Tory Pines thing for the last time, to Glenn's mm-hmm. point. So the uh, pulling up some golf digest here, the latest article, where they talk about 18 things they took away. Number 11. So apparently he wasn't the only one with this take. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to segment we call reading. I'm just going to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Tory Pines took quite a beating this week. The wonkier corners of golf Twitter were dominated by debate over Tory's worthiness as a U.S. Open course. Uh, we see both sides. On one hand, Tory did not benefit from falling directly after 
Kiowa Island's ocean course mm-hmm. uh, with all of those visually distinct holes and intriguing designs or whatever. Uh, it's uncanny how many holes on the toy are just long and straight with bunkers mm-hmm. on both sides of the fairway, landing area, and the green. And apart from number three and 18, there aren't really holes that are visually distinct or recognizable. Um, but then he, there's more, I'll skip it. But basically he concludes with two things can be true at once. He said, Torrey is not a bucket list golf course and it served its purpose and it served its purpose, excuse me, at the, as the U.S. Open host venue. Uh, Phil Mickelson, who's not been shy about ripping the USGA in years past, had this to say, I'm very surprised in that in the 30 years I've played the U.S. Open, this is the best I've seen. I thought they did a remarkable job and I'm really proud and happy that it is here at Torrey. So I agree. I, that last part, I think is kind of what we were getting at. It can be both at once. We can say it's like, yeah, it's not complete trash or whatever, but it did do its job mm-hmm. as the U.S. Open host venue, yeah. even though it's not as visually visually distinct or whatever. And I, and uh, I, that point isn't lost on me either that it came right after the PGA Championship, which was that you know mm-hmm. beautiful Kiwa Island with the stunning views and you know all the carnage you get from there and the shot making you have to make. So, right. Um, right. so yeah, so I think that's fair. All right, yeah. I mean, it almost reminds me. I don't mean to even keep this alive, but it almost reminds me of the discussion about. Northwest yep, as a yeah. as a U.S. Open qualifier, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah, where we're just like, I mean, yeah, if you make the greens fast and grow the the the, you know what, you know, mirror rough, images of each other, like Northwest yeah. is a qualifier and then Torrey mm-hmm. Pines is the yeah, is the basically right, they're, <laughs> they're trying to prep you <laughs> for Torrey Pines, Longest <laughs> <trip>. <laughs> you at Northwest. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, uh, before we get to our Pinehurst um, uh, prep Father's Day weekend, we had some rounds. We played Links of Shaladon. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, Vern was bringing up the point that when we went down to Heritage Oaks, we were trying to find a comparison. What would I compare this to? I would compare it to a Lynx. I don't think it's as good as Lynx of Shaladon. Right. Um, like I would, I would rank Lynx of Shaladon better than, than Heritage, o- uh, Heritage Oaks. But that's not a slight to Heritage Oaks. That's kind of a praise to Lynx of Shaladon. You know what I mean? I mean, anyone who wants to go back and hear about Heritage Oaks, how Oaks and how much fun we had and how, you know, we thought it was a great course, great condition. Go back to listen to that show. We recommend Say, say that it. again. You said that Lynx was better than Heritage? Is that what you said? I think so. I think so. I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. Obviously, I like Lynx is shouting all Obviously, like it's, not, it's not unanimous. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't agree with that at all. Oh, you like no. Heritage better? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But 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 the to Claude's yeah. original point, basically, before so we don't get lost on this, like they compare <laughs> they, they, they compare to each other. They compare right, favorably right, to right. each other. Even so even if you put heritage, because when we got down there, you guys were like, What you know, what does this remind me of? And this was the Shalom was the first course that I thought of. But then really hmm. today when I was taking uh, putting some pictures up on Instagram, go check out our Instagram, golf DMV uh, uh on, on IG, uh or golf DMV podcast on IG. Um when I put the pictures up, I was like, This is kind of a musket ridge light. Like Shaladon? Yeah. Okay. Light. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few of the whole some uh, JV. Like a lot, JV. Yeah. JV. A lot of elevation change. But not because Muscat Ridge is, I think, is a tougher test. It's, it's a bit of sure. a tougher mm-hmm. test. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's more and more holes of elevation change, but uh, uh Shaladon has has quite a few. On the back, it kind of lets up a little bit. But through the mm-hmm. first maybe 12 holes, not bad. So that's not you know, so I agree. So it's kind of like musket and then maybe Shaladon and then Heritage Oaks number three for me. I'm making hand gestures for people who are listening. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I had to rank them, if I had to rank them, that's where I would go. Like Musket, Shaladon, and, and, and Heritage Oaks for three courses. Because the whole thing, LB, is how do we mm-hmm. how do we compare? What do we compare Heritage Oaks to that's up this way? Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but I, it ain't Shaladon in my opinion. I just, oh, okay. I'm just saying. I I thought Heritage was much nicer. I thought the layout was really nice. I thought it was in, you know, for, it was pretty in really good shape as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the greens I think at Heritage were much more challenging than um, that's fair 
than what's the links. Uh, yeah, the greens. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just, I just thought I, I didn't. I just, yeah. I put it this way. Yeah, we all have our I'm not. I'm not <laughs> outraged by. I mean, this is just me saying. I like Shaladon better. Well, I think it, it, it better, but I'm not outraged by anybody who thinks heritage is better. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. you're yeah. not going to be disappointed take. playing either one. Yeah. Right. Like, I, yeah. I yeah. would recommend heritage, and I recommend Shaladon. You know, but but mm-hmm. and, and and that's one thing about golf. Like people, you know, you can play the same course, you know, with four people, and four right. people give you a different opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean yeah. about the layouts and what they like and what they don't. I mean, I play with at Waverly, and it's like, oh, I think Waverly's one of the best courses in the area. Right. So we we'll say, ah, oh, Waverly's not one of the best courses. You know, mm-hmm. so just to, I guess it depends on what you like. But we play that Shaladon. Um, good condition, right? Good condition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a good time, you know, uh, uh, which wasn't the case. Well, no, I had a good time at Maryland National. I just didn't, I didn't <laughs> like the score at the end. I played, I played better. It was the first round with the new putter, first round with the new driver. Um, and, you know, they both felt fine. They both felt good. The driver was, you know, was, was, uh, there were a few holes where I did the same little slice left and, you know, had to right. search for it. But they were, I, I feel like they were, and I've got the scorecard. Um, the 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 uh, book that the that Vern uh, got us or whatever, and so I, I was able to mark down how many fairways that I hit. So I hit more fairways. Um, the, I was putting a lot better, and yes, um, and so I yeah, I no longer want to quit golf anymore. Shot at eighty six, <laughs> and I'm so happy about that. Um, oh, and I did break the curse of the Air Maxes. Yes. Uh, a funny yeah. text exchange. LB, I think you were on it. Yeah, going saw, back and yeah. forth about, <laughs> about the shoes. And I'm like, <laughs> should I break them out tomorrow? Should I break the curse? I didn't want to. Vern agreed with me. He was like, you don't need that distraction. Yeah. You know, you just came off of Maryland National. You're real fragile right now. Don't wear the Air Maxes. <laughs> wear something that is not cursed, you know, yeah. and, and all the superstition. Glenn said, just shut up and wear the shoes. Uh, basically, I mean, yeah. you know, with, with a little more colorful language, and then, um, and, and then, so I just decided, you know what, this is stupid. Their shoes, they don't, there's no superstition, they're not cursed. Uh, you know, you didn't shoot at 86 because of the shoe, I mean, at 106 of the shoes, you shot at 106 because you can't, you couldn't hit the ball straight, <laughs> topping the ball and hitting it 30 yards in front of you. And so that's why you shot the 106, and uh, so yeah, so so we're back on track with the golf game. The shoes aren't cursed, and um, and I feel like in a year and a half, two years, I can qualify for the U.S. Open. Uh, Vern, what did you what did you think about the links? Uh, links was great. I specifically chose it for Father's Day. Um, you know, just so we have a, a fun round. Especially, I mean, it works that we're going to Pinehurst, but just so we have a, a a fun round. This is code for me just saying easier, just an easier time, basically. Like like mm-hmm. I mean, there's not, and you know, it's weird that golfers this sidetrack. It's weird that we do that for golfers where. If a course is easy, we try to mask it with things like we had fun and it was a good time and blah, blah, blah. Just say it was easy. It's fine for golf to be easy. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I, or I do this. I'm, mm-hmm. I punish. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to say, you know, it was too easy. It's like it's a markdown. No, it's not a markdown. It's not a mark against the course if it's easy. Mm-hmm. Who, who goes no. out and shoots a good round of golf and it's like, oh, that sucked. I hated that. Right. <laughs> I wanted to lose more balls. So, no. So, this was a, this was an easier round for us mm-hmm. to play uh, coming into Pinehurst and for Father's Day weekend. We, you know, we, we had a couple of fellas out who hadn't been out. Or well, actually, we had one out who hadn't been mm-hmm. out in a while. We had another one scheduled; mm-hmm. he did not show up. It's okay. Um, <laughs> well, you, but, you know, uh, well, Reggie and Rick hadn't been out in a while. I, you know what? Yeah, we did have two. Yeah, we had two or mm-hmm. three. Two or three. No, so, I I had two. Y'all didn't. Yeah. I had two. Well, That's we true. had one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was so we're not first talking. Time playing with them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, our friend uh, Kenneth, Kenneth from the mm-hmm. Baltimore Black Horse Golf Club, joined mm-hmm. us. 
Um, had a good time with him. You know, he, he, was, he was out there putting in the work or whatever. But Shalom was great. Great, easy round. That's what you need coming in. Nice confidence booster, like you said. Claude mm-hmm. uh, beat me Which by I needed. Uh, Thank a few you. strokes. Yeah, he did. He I, needed, I, needed, I, I needed a confidence booster that yeah. wasn't like Falls Road, where you know it's kind of a confidence booster. Even, right. even though Lynx, you know, you can feel that way, but for some reason it didn't register as a confidence booster. You know what I mean? Even though right. it serves that purpose exactly mm-hmm. exactly because yeah you play well you're driving the ball well so i had a good time it was, yeah. it was, i think it was i think any of any of the montgomery county courses other than <clears throat> little bennett could be put in that same category as a confidence boots course if you think about Neewood, you think about laytonsville mm-hmm. um yeah, falls think, road obviously so the second you know. hardest course in moco it must be hampshire then huh that's really it yes yeah. it's hard yeah Mm-hmm. So it's little Bennett, Hampshire, and then that's really, mm-hmm. and then Hampshire when they get the greens rolling fast, the greens are what's going to make it tough. So you're mm-hmm. right, I agree. Yeah. You're 100 mm-hmm. correct. I want to go back to 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 little Bennett soon. Well, I remember Glenn. Well, Glenn said he doesn't want to ever go back to little he'll Bennett. Go back. He'll go back. Yeah, he'll go back. Yeah, he'll, 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 he'll go back. back. I kind of want to get bug. back he'll to go. little Bennett yeah. because I did. Um, I feel like the last two times we went there, I think I said like an 88 and an 87, 86, something like that. Oh, at the minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, we'll definitely go back. We'll put that on. The <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. Anyhow, how that saying go? He misremembered. <laughs> yeah, he, he misremembered what he said. Like, oh, little Bennett. I was thinking about, uh, yeah, little uh, Kenilworth. Um, yeah. <laughs> my bad. I wrote the wrong quote. Um, LB. So yeah, Lynx. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it as well. Um, I was practicing. Uh, I was basically preparing for for uh, Pinehurst, so mm-hmm. I did not take a uh, I didn't hit my driver at all the entire day. I hit three wood off every uh, tee, um, just trying to find fairways because I think that's that's going to be a premium for us at, at Pinehurst. Mm-hmm. So that's what I tried to do, and I too shot eighty six. Um, mm-hmm. My putter was still working well. I'm still putting really well. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I was happy with it. Um, and I went to the range, I got this morning and went to the range again, just, and I think I hit my driver twice. Mm-hmm. Everything else I was hitting, just trying to dial that, uh, three wood in off the tee. Um, and it's, it's, it's definitely much more reliable than my driver as far as finding fairways. Right. Um, so that's, again, that's, that's my whole point right now is to not, is to get on the green in twos and threes and not fours and fives so I can three putt <laughs> like a regular person at, at Pinehurst and still walk away with a bogey mm-hmm. or double at worst. That's that's my goal. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Because everybody says why? you're gonna why? they say why? you're gonna three putt, you know. But listen, so this trip is supposed yeah. you know, we're gonna have fun and play yeah. golf. But why it is why is like your it. tone? Why is your tone like I just wanna, you know, two putt? No, I, I so get out of there. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Okay, so for me, it's hard for me if like you were saying with Merlin National, you know, it could be a great course, it could be as beautiful as it wants to be. But if I'm spraying the ball all over the place and not, you know, and topping stuff and all that nonsense. Yeah. I don't care how beautiful it is. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> right. You know, you right. want, you, right. you know, I mean, if, even if I, let's just, if I come out of there and shoot a, and shoot a 95, I'll be tickle pink, as they say. Really? Um, oh, absolutely. At Pinehurst? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I'll take a 95 or 99 for that fact. Okay. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah, we will see. I'm, I'm um, expecting I was expecting 85s and 86s. I don't, you know, I'm seeing, I'm watching videos on, on YouTube. You watch? Okay, well, I'm maybe. I'm going to put what you think. Hopefully, like hopefully, you, hopefully you're right and I'm wrong and I am giving it more credit than it deserves. Hopefully that is the situation. But I think we're going to get our ass handed to us personally. Mm-hmm. Not me. That's just, that's just my opinion. I'll cut this you, down, Club. 
Yeah. yeah. Check the tape. Check the tape. Put the time. mark the time down on the tape. Um, I think we won't get our ass handed to us personally, but that's just me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Mark, are, yeah. You, are you looking forward to this trip at all? Me? Yeah, I'm looking forward to going. I'm looking forward to the challenge of it. But I, but I am, I am, you know, cautiously. Is it number, is it number two that's got you shook, or is it? Yes, yes, seven, number two, number two, two and four. Just seven. Two, okay. I'm not really. I mean, seven to me is going to be acclimation to to the Pinehurst layout, right. to to whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, I think number two is going to be when we're walking. Mm-hmm. That's new. We're gonna have caddies. That's new. That's really what I don't want to do. I like yeah. playing bad with the caddy is really going to shake me. Like, I, like well, I don't, if, if I'm gonna play bad, I'd rather just play bad with nobody, with just us. But but to, but to that point though, I think the caddy will is definitely going to help us based on what Vernon experienced and I experienced in Jamaica. The caddy is going to hopefully will save us some strokes. I would say the caddy's good for at least five strokes, Claude. Hopefully, yes, for real, for real, yeah, especially especially when it comes to putting. So if Especially I had a caddy, if I had a caddy at Maryland National, I would have shot a one hundred one. They can't help you if you can't if you hit it out of bounds. They nothing one, can do so one, about that. One thing I will say, our buddy uh, Boss Golf, I've been reaching out to people who've been to Pinehurst, and our buddy Boss Golf did say, mm-hmm. "I said I just want to check one more time about these greens." And he he went into a long uh, response on IG, mm-hmm. but basically just said, "Look, whatever your caddy says. If your caddy said if the pin is front right short, and he says to aim for the back left, do what he says." Not mm-hmm. not saying you might not execute, but he says do it. Do it. Right. Don't try to. Well, I'll just lay it. Do what he says because you hit it mm-hmm. like they know exactly where to put the ball. Mm-hmm. Or if he tells you to put seven feet away and like just go with him, trust him. And he said yeah. the green the greens are for all my trash talk. Whatever. Everyone is confirmed that those greens are mm-hmm. are uh, devious. Uh, yeah, hundred percent legit. Yeah. yeah. But the, but the reason so I don't I don't actually think I'm gonna like go out there and crush it. But they did say that. The fairways, like again, you can ground your club in those sandy things. Those those ones are mm-hmm. tough, but the fairways are kind of long and baked out, so your drives are gonna go to roll out. Yeah, they're gonna go a little bit further. So. Mm-hmm. And see, I have a hard time, and, and, and it's a mental thing for me. Is when I am in sand, is hitting the ball first. Yeah, I have a hard time doing that because I, I normally hit behind the ball for whatever reason. I get in this. I can. I'm fine in the fairway if I can hit the ball first most of the right. time. But in the sand, I always hit behind the ball, <laughs> and it goes. You know, if, if I need to go 100, it's going 50. Right. You know what Don't I mean? It's, it's one of them situations. So, yeah. Yeah. so that's for me mentally. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to stay in the fairway because gotcha. <laughs> I know okay. I know I have that Achilles over there in that sand. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Again, I'm. Not, oh yeah. I'm. I'm hyped about going. I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, <laughs> I have no misconceptions about that. I'm going to go in there and shoot. You know, 82. Mm-hmm. I, I, that just ain't happen. You know, that don't happen here on a good day. So why would I think it's going to happen at Primers? <laughs> That's a good point. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I hope. I hope. I hope you shoot great. Uh, uh, but speaking of people who have been to Pinehurst on on Twitter, Trey Wingo from uh, ESPN, he's in Pinehurst now. So I, you know, he said he's down there playing or you know playing or whatever and so i had liked it and responded saying me and my fellows you know going down there later this week pinehurst resorts liked the tweet and retweeted it so i'm going to send them a copy of this show and you know see what's up mm-hmm. uh you know and oh, we'll talk about okay. what i mean what's up you know what? Hey, utmost that, respect for number two. For i think it's going to be really tough and it's going to be great <laughs> Uh, I totally am going to go down there, just super respectful. I'm not talking trash about fighters number two. I'm sorry. <laughs> cut that part. Cut that part out. <laughs> but uh, moving on, there was another Father's Day oh, round um, at uh, uh, Waverly Woods. It was. Uh, yeah. uh, Vern, Glenn, and I guess you guys had some folks joining joining you. 
Uh, uh, yeah, so, it was, so yeah, I'll keep this quick. So it's me, Glenn, uh, our, uh, our buddy Ron, Ronald, so it was one of, one of Glenn's line brothers. And uh, we got paired up with a young man named Mitch. Uh, hopefully he's listening. Hopefully Mitch is listening. Uh, Mitchy Slick. I didn't call him that because I didn't know him that well, and I want to make it weird by putting my weird hip-hop nicknames on people <laughs> I haven't met. But uh, it, was, it was a great round. We, we played, like, I think right at four hours. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it can be, you know, weird. Mitch was really good. Mitch, you know, we were like, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to play for these whites. He was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play from back here from these blues. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> now, 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 this is the thing I love about golf more than anything. It's just, uh-huh. just dudes judging, judging the bleep out of other dudes. Mm-hmm. It's like, so with somebody, because you all know, and anybody yeah. listening know, like whenever you, you compare with somebody, oh, I'm going to play from back here. When they go to that tee box, you're like, all right, all right, Emma. Mm-hmm. Better show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. Mitch took an iron out, too, on the first hole at Waverly Woods. Uh-huh. Sound like a sounds like a rifle shot, just cracked up. Like, <laughs> and so immediately your mind you go, oh, okay, cool, he's good. You, yeah, you exactly. Right, 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 he's I heard that sound before. Yep. yep. All that adjustment falls away. You're like, yep, nope. I, not, I have nothing to say to that dude. So <laughs> he was dead center in the fairway. Uh, really good golfer, really cool dude. Uh, Ron, uh-huh. Ronald is getting better in terms of like bringing more guys into the into the uh, the okay. golf group or whatever. Our guy Ron, mm-hmm. he's he's 100 in. So you got somebody to sell your clubs to LB. I'm sorry, okay. no left no left handers just yet. No lefties. There was a potential <laughs> lefty, but he yeah. decided he didn't want to play golf anymore. Right. Yeah, me exactly. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. out. He 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 didn't want to do it. So and then uh, and Glenn's Glenn's getting a lot better. He's, mm-hmm. Like I said, he's um, uh, uh, playing much better, driving the ball better, and stuff. So only, mm-hmm. only a matter of time. I will say this: Mitch mm-hmm. told us if we can just fast forward to next year a little bit for Bannon, mm-hmm. we got to talk to him about Pine. He hadn't been to Pinehurst. I think he was from South Carolina, but he had played like Tobacco Road. Said those are really nice mid pine. Okay. But he but it, there was a difference when he was talking about South Carolina and I mean uh, no, you know Tobacco Road and all that stuff. He was like, oh fun great. When we said we're going to abandon, he immediately was like, he's like his eyes lit up. He's like, oh, yeah. you're going to love it. He said, as soon as you leave, you're going to plan your next trip. And everyone, but I'm only bringing this up yeah. because a lot of people have had this reaction. Mm-hmm. So it's almost Definitely, so yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. No one's ever said like, oh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's cool. You just, no. Mm-hmm. He was like, it was awesome. Go to mm-hmm. the bowl, do the thing. And he went, I think I said like four or five years ago before Sheep's Ranch was even built. Okay. So, so much so that when he started talking, recanting, telling us about the, you know, the memories and all the stuff when they went, mm-hmm. he was like, man, I need to book another trip to, to Bandon. <laughs> so, uh, so he got well, me really excited for, for Bandon next year. But all the, for the round, it was, I'll just say for the round, Waverly, good mm-hmm. shape. Like we always say, great course, mm-hmm. go play it. Our round was good. We had an enjoyable time. So it was good. Yeah. I had a chance to do an interview with uh, Matt Janella. Uh, people don't from he's the travel guy with Golf Channel, yeah. the Fire. Uh, so he uh, so and he was talking about uh, a conversation he was having with the guys out at Bandon, and just some of the experiences and stuff that they that they created out there. And he was saying that uh, he, he was saying like some of it just didn't make sense from a business standpoint to get people out. And what he was saying was that he didn't try to make these changes or, or, or improvements or renovations and things like that, or build the experience around getting people to come out once. He said, it's, it's to get people to come back. He said, cause we're in the middle of nowhere. nowhere. Right. And uh. like, so no one's coming here if they're not a golfer basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but if golfers like what they experience here and they like, you know, they, they'll, they'll come back even if it's next year or even if it's two years from now, if it's three years from now, they'll, yep. and so we want, we want the repeat, customer and you get a group of four group of eight out here they'll tell everybody that they know that you have to go yes. to bandon and you know and so uh by this you know by this time next year we'll be gearing up for that trip and uh mm-hmm. and we'll see rapid fire question about pounders i'll go lb then i'll go Vern. lb have you already started to pack yet i i did something today i never do mm-hmm. i wash clothes today 
Uh-huh. trying to get ready to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to get, get my stuff out because I was like, I was in my mind, I'm figuring out, yeah, I probably wear this and that and that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Vern, so, yes. fact yet. I've done nothing. Okay, now I'll go, Vern. <laughs> Vern, you say you've done nothing, but have you in your mind started to figure out what your outfits will be or oh, what uh, your yes. attires? Okay, so oh, you already yes. worked. Yes. Yeah, mentally, <laughs> we're putting that together. Yeah, <laughs> LB, how about yourself? Have you put that oh, yeah. together yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I watched today because I some of the stuff I had worn over the weekend, I need to watch it no, to get it ready. New, everything brand new. I'm sorry. He's going to be on the first tee pulling tags off the back of the pants. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, do, when we're down there are you, in, and you're in, you're in the, you know, you're looking for merchandise or whatever, are you buying something for the fam, Vern? I, I will get something for the kids to bring back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. LB. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm buying stuff for myself. <laughs> that's it and i i mean i could i could bring y'all I, you know i take that back i'll probably get rodney something <laughs> yeah, i'll get rodney something because he's a golfer what am i, what am I gonna Wait, bring no, my wife no, back that's right. her? no but you're, you're right you're right you're right you know what yeah. i mean yeah. i could i could go and i can get something for manny because he loves golf he plays all the time yeah. but what i'm exactly. trying to do i don't want to buy him anything to wear because he'll grow out of it yeah so at eight, I'm just gonna. I don't, you know, he'll get him lose a golf, logo ball. Well, get him a golf tile to put on his bag. Something that it will stay. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. can't really screw it up. That's yeah. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you know, eight year olds can screw up a lot of stuff. Yes. So, yeah. so, so anyway, <laughs> can't wait to get down to Pinehurst. We're gonna have a good time. Um, uh, even if the course beats us up. Anybody hitting the range or playing a little bit before you, we we uh, head out? I mean, we only got Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean, yeah. I'm, I plan to go. Well, tomorrow's gonna be raining. Tomorrow being Tuesday, it's supposed to rain all morning and day or whatever. So if if the weather is a is cooperative, then Wednesday morning I will get up early and go to the range one more time before we head out. Yeah, same same here. I'm gonna go to the, go to the range see if I can get the uh, the driver just all the way back on track. Hopefully we get there with enough time though, so I can like hit a couple balls before we. Yeah, because yeah, those who yeah. don't know, but we're mm-hmm. driving down Thursday and playing Thursday. Right, right. you have a twelve like a twelve thirty twelve forty five. Yeah. Tea time on Thursday, so we have to leave at five ish, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Four thirty, somewhere in there. Old dark thirty. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is this. Yeah, this is this is a where what you gonna play in situation. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, park. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I'm gonna change. I'll probably change shirts. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Change my shirt. Yeah. There you so, go. I'm sorry. How was your everybody? Father's Day was good. Everybody had a good Father's Day. Yeah, you see how much we care about. You see, you know, that's a great question, LB. You see how much we care about Father's Day and the family part. Mm. I just love Father's Day that all a lot of dads are just like, cool, this is a day for me to just do me. Just Y'all do can what leave I me alone. Do. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Not really a familial day, really. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's different because, you know, Mother's Day, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance. There's the that's pageantry true. of it all, that's you know true. what I mean? And for Father's Day, you know, dad just kind of want to go play golf with his buddies or watch mm-hmm. television. He doesn't mind grilling. But he doesn't really want to do anything. He doesn't want to do a lot. You know what I mean? I don't want to and, do a, a ton of hardcore parenting. Like yesterday, the mm-hmm. best part was I played golf early in the morning at Waverly, came home, took a nap, watched some U.S. Open, did a little bit of stuff, gave him a bath, still did their homework. But then after that, Keisha was like, no, you can leave. You can go do whatever you want. I was like, cool. I just went downstairs and watched game seven. And it just mm-hmm. felt, didn't have to do anything. I heard them right. running around. And I was like, look at that. Automatic. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and that's really what it is. And so I was talking to two things. I was talking to a colleague of mine and she was saying, if she could compare it to anything, she's like, Mother's Day is like, is like Easter. You know, 
there's the dressing up, there's the mm-hmm. eating out, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. Mom wants you flowers, to go to church this, if it's Easter or Mother's Day, all this other big kind of spend, stuff. Big spend, exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of spend. And she said, Father's Day is like Flag Day. Everybody <laughs> says it's a holiday, but we don't quite know how to celebrate it. Right. <laughs> so you just say, flag "Hey, day. happy Flag Day!" It's like, great. Yeah. And that's it. Like we don't know what we don't we don't know what to do for it. And so I, so I asked her. I said, well, "What are you you know what are you doing for your husband uh, on Father's Day?" He said. Well, he's going to sit down and watch television. And I'm going to cook the same day he thing he does every every day. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Sounds like we're not happy in this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Not carrying his weight, is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is. So, I, quick story. So, I went to uh, Sheltonland. My my father's buried at, at the uh, Veterans Cemetery, and I drove. I uh, posted on 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 our IG page. Uh, his must well, the Mustang that I drive used to be my father's. And uh, as I was leaving Cheltenham, uh, a Mustang was coming into Cheltenham. So it was older. It was a 68 Mustang. So I waved the guy down and we started talking. And his father, the car, the Mustang he was driving used to be his father's car. Wow. And then it was kind of cool. So we, we exchanged hey, stories and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it was, it was, it was, that was actually, that was the highlight of the day, of the day for me. <laughs> it was, That's a cool Father's Day was, moment right there. Yeah, it was yeah. it was really cool. And then he was, I, like I said, I had already, you know, uh, paid my respect to my father and left. He was coming in to do the same thing in his father's old car. So hey, that was, that was pretty cool. Up. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool moment. That's awesome. I was in a group text mm-hmm. and I told my dad, happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Also yeah. carried, it, it was a real, it was a big moment for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we <laughs> and, and, and on, the, on the way to Pinehurst, we're gonna talk about that too because you oh. need. I think you need therapy or something. Like okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, um, so um, so going over some of the um, um like just some of the listener data we get uh, mm-hmm. off DMV. Uh, so the top the top five states that listen to the show: Maryland is number one, Texas is number two. Huh. Yeah, Virginia's number three. DC, not technically a state, but that's number four. And California is number five, right? Hmm. Now, the top countries, Ireland's number one. Wow. And the United States is number two. 64% of our listeners are in Are in Ireland? Ireland? 64%. All right. That 31, is crazy. Yes, 31% in the United States, then Australia, Canada, Germany. Uh, that's the top five. And so what I'm saying is, if if you're one of the 64% of people who listen to the show and you're in Ireland, email yeah, us. Please go to email golfdmv. us. Please yes. email us. Yes, yes. go to golfdmv.com. Um, it, it, go to contact us. Shoot us an email. Um, and let's arrange a free trip to Ireland to play your fine <laughs> golf course. We'll bring our families and we'll have some fun. Right. No, but just tell us, like, yeah. Why do you listen to us? Right. Why? Um, yeah. Like, what's yeah. the, but also thank you. But yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, stop. Absolutely. For goodness sake, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. goodness sake, yeah. don't stop. Yeah. I just want to know what's the appeal of yeah. you know these dudes you know who are in and around the DC area that you listen to this golf show. I'd love also to shout, find out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Texas and uh and uh, California too, man. Yeah, Texas. I got guns, Texas. Okay. <laughs> I'll fit go. right in with you people. And on that note. We'll yeah. say goodbye, folks. <laughs> we'll check in with you guys from Pinehurst. <laughs>